Page Chof, Havanas Halev Metzias Atzmis, Page Chof. We're talking about something that we never imagined is, is possible, but not only is it possible, but it's a, it's, it's a very, very Chof. It's a very major, large part of Torah, Torah Hashem and being a Jew. Like one of the Chavis said to me, um, I think it was after, not the last time, but the time before, you know, how come we were never taught this? It's, it's Chavah, but we were never taught this. That's how it is, Bichlal. I mean, the Ramban, the Ramban, when he wrote a letter back to his son, the Ramban described the matzav that he found when he came to Yerushalayim, when he when he when he moved to Yerushalayim. The Ramban said, the, the, the more kaddish something is, the more devastation, the more destruction." That means that the that means that the, a yetsahar will allow a person to to learn a dafyaimi with rishonim, and will allow a person. To, to go through the Mishnah Brewer with a yellow highlighter and even pink and, and blue and, and make all kinds of and to become a Bucky in the Mishnah Brewer. but the most basic and essential thing in being a Jew which is how to feel the Rishonim's presence in our lives so that there are all kinds of explanations of why it, we're not being taught why it hasn't happened and why we're not living this way and we have to overcome all of those obstacles and that's what the Tzaddik the author of this safe is helping us with. So we're talking about that feeling that a person can have, just like we have a chush, just like we have a chush when it comes to seeing or hearing or touching or smelling or tasting, we have chushim. There's a chush that a Jew has for the Shalom. And we have to understand what is that chush, not just not just to talk about and think about and give speeches about. But be'emes, to feel with a chush the Rebbein presence and involvement in his hashgach in our lives. How do we develop that chush? How do we access that chush? What does it mean? So that people like ourselves, regular people like ourselves, who eat, sleep, and drink, and go to work, and so on, and try to be, try to be good husbands, good parents. How could we? Ha- how could we begin to live in this way? To, to not just to think about being Jews, but to mamish be'emes be'emes to to have this chush for the Rebbeinu Shalom. So on page chaf, la'adam yesh chushim. Page chaf, a person has chushim. We all have senses. La'dugma chushamishush, the ability to touch, to feel something is a chush. Adam mimashesh. A person is able to touch things, to feel things. Let's look, look at this din, this halacha, of a shaykhet checking his knife. But you know that the slightest, tiniest, little pagan imperfection in the knife can create a situation of the behemoth being in the vela and can cause many, many Jews to eat, God forbid, to eat something that's not that's not acceptable. So, what are the halachas of b'dikasasakim? Do we have to put the knife under a microscope? I'm sure there'll be somebody that will come out with such a uh, an idea any day now to put the knife of the shaykhet under a special, you know, uh, to put under some special ultraviolet uh, test to see whether or not, you know, beep 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 means that there's some nick in the knife. In which case, probably, you know, it could be that almost everything we've ever eaten in our life would be in the veil according to that machine. Or is there some other way of testing the sake? So we have a way of testing the knife. 
and it's and it's what the halacha requires of us. The din in is that the shaykhid, the one who is using the knife, checks the knife to see if it has a pagam. He checks it manually. He checks it. There are those who did it with their tongue. There are those who do, do it with their, with their fingernail. But it's being checked manually by yourself. How could one detect a pagam? So the Gemara, as, as the postcom understood, how does this work? The way that it's checked is ba'avnisa deliba. It's a, an astonishing thing. Avnisa deliba means with the feeling of the heart, or the understanding, the awareness of the heart. What does that have to do with checking a knife to see if it has any nicks in it? Have talking about how a checks the knife. Avnisa deliba. That's a dinishul chmarach. You look at the, you look at simon aleph in Yeridaya. Look in the Shulchan Aruch and look, in the, look over there in the Tur and look in the Beis Yosef and the Bach. This is how a Shaykhet checks the knife. It's a Hergish. It's a Hergish. The Shaykhet takes his, his finger and he passes it over the knife. If while he's doing that, He's thinking about something else. But while the shaykh runs his finger over the chalif, the knife, his, his, he's in another place. It could be not only a pagam, not only a nick, it could be a prosta pagam. It could be mamish a nick in the knife. But if the, if the shaykh if the shaykh not there, right? Remember we spoke about this once last year, that it says, that the Barisham told Moshe Rabbeinu, Alei Eilai Hehore Veheyesham. Right? Come up to the mountain, it's in Tash Mishpatim, Veheyesham, and be there. So the Tzadik of Chazkul of Kuzmer asked, why does it say Veheyesham? It says, come up the mountain. It was haste, Veheyesham, where is he supposed to go? So there's all my said, but, the, but what he said, the Pshat of Veheyesham is that a person can sometimes be someplace, but he's not really there, right? You know, you have people that have been married like that for 40 years. That they're they're married, they live in the same house, but Vehayesham is not Vehayesham. Sometimes you could be at a meeting, or sometimes you could be. You you might remember that if you were in college, you were in graduate school, and you you, you had a big big exam. So for a week or ten days, you were studying for the exam. But then, then you you realize that it's the it's the night before the exam. And some guy like knows this stuff says, oh, and you, you talk to him and you, and, you, and you realize you don't know a thing. And you can't understand because you've been like studying for a week. But you weren't really studying for a week. You had your, you had your mind on a thousand things and you were in a place where it was busy and you were making calls and you Avna said the Libra means Veheyesham. And Veheyesham means when a person is someplace with, his, with every single ounce of concentration of who he is. So the Barishal told Meshur Benu, I don't want you just to come up to Hasinai. <coughs> I want you to be with me here. Right? That's what our children are saying. I don't want you just to be in the house and to be officially, you know, my father. I want you to be with me. So if the if he's running his finger over the knife and he's someplace else, even if there's a pgam, he might not feel it. 
there's a very strong likelihood that he won't feel it. And you know what? He could do it ten times, just like you study that book twenty times. But the only time you began to study was when they told you you have like two hours left to the exam. And you say, whoa. And then you shut off the whole world, right? And you just... In order to be able to feel the pagam, in order to be able to feel that nick, all of Leah's marukas, you have to be kalkula, you have to be completely invested in that moment. You have to be completely there, concentrated. There can only be one nakuda at that time. It can't be you think about, I gotta pick up my wife, can't be, I gotta think about what am I gonna buy you, sell. You can't, you can't work like that. It can't work like that. People who are very, very successful, <coughs> it's not a klal, but generally, people who are very successful have the ability to be in that mode of ehayesham. They could otherwise be scattered. Mufuzum mufayrid ben ha'amen. But they have the ability to shut off everything else and to be completely, completely merukaz, to be totally focused on that one Indian and to live completely in that moment that they're in. Like by Tzadik HaKarin, they tell stories that by the Karin, they remember that they said in Lublin that they would see after Marv, they would see the Karin, he would take down the safe from the shelf and, and he had his, and he would stand with his foot up on the chair leaning over looking at the safe by Marv. And they said that they, were, they came Shachris and they found him the exact same way, Shachris. That he was in the safe on the same on the same page, with his with his hand like this, and and not for the whole night. We ha- we don't even understand what that means. That's how a person who comes in Adam Godel. You're not in Adam Godel because you're mafuzim afraid ben ha'am, a jack of all trades, a master of none. It's because you're a person that you're able to be misrakes to live and to put yourself completely in that moment. So he says, in order to feel the pgam. All of the Esmerukas, you have to be given over completely to that, to that Nakuda. To that Indian, what? To checking the knife. And to being able to focus on what your, what, what your nail is feeling, what your finger is feeling when, you're, when the Shaykh is running his finger over the knife. The more that you're focused on what you're doing, the more he'll feel, he'll pick up on their being a began the knife. So you can give that knife to 20 people, and it's fine. Just like you can give something for, that you can give. How many times <coughs> has it happened to anyone here that you've read a book, and that you see that there's a misspelling in the book? Or there's a mistake in the book, or in a newspaper. Isn't that an amazing thing? How could there be a misspelling in a newspaper when there are people that are being paid a lot of money that the whole the whole money they're getting paid is to sit and to go over this and then with spelling checks and write the machines and computers and then you give it after all of that you give it to the editor and then you give it to the to the editor's shamas and to the shamas of the shamas and then when it comes out onto, onto the newsstands everybody's sitting there regular people sitting there say what kind of silly things kind of stupid mistake they make this happens come out every day that you'll read something there could be a book that cost, that cost millions of dollars to publish Millions of dollars to publish, and they had people that were going over it a hundred times. Not a hundred times, a thousand times. And they're still a pagan. It's not because that they weren't intelligent people, it's because of Avnissa Deliba. What we're talking about, Avnissa Deliba means a hergish, a hargosha, daka, that could only be when, when, you're, when you're a million, million percent in that, in that, in that Indian.
which Sadiqim have such a koyach like that, when you go into a tzaddik and you're with a tzaddik, even if it's for 10 minutes, for 5 minutes, there's such an inyan. There's when you, there's some people you talk to, while you're talking to them, they're already like, you know, like in 20 different places. And you talk to them, you can't even, they're not there. But Avna Sadaliba means that you, that everything, all your koyachas are focused on that one thing. So then that thing can get past all the editors, and all the and all the and all the the readings, and then somebody else comes to it and he picks up on it. And why would a person pick up on it? Because the person that's reading it could be very, could be very very, and it, it could be in a different frame frame of mind than the person that was checking for it. It's hard to know. How could such a thing happen? With the Sefer Torah, you could have a Sefer Torah where where you have a cipher that was learning from a Sefer Torah for five years, six years, ten years. The cipher is learning from that Sefer Torah. <coughs> Another guy lands in that safe and he goes over and then he calls over and he says, Hey, there's a letter missing. Now, I'm not talking about that there's a little bit of a thing, a question, a suffix on the top of the lamb of what's going on over there. On a kutsushal, you're talking about there's a letter missing. And you, and you wonder, there are 20 people that land from this safe and They land Monday, Thursday, could be in Rishon, and they land on Shabbos. Nachamal Minchat Shabbos, it was land also, everything. Somebody comes up there. It could be even like some time a kid. You gave a kid in the lead and the kid goes and he says, Hey, what's going on? It's missing a vav over here. You're what? And all of a sudden, and, they come, and then you, you know, you wrap, you put the gartle around, you put the same thing, you have to go get it fixed. How could that be? How could that be? We had Sifri Torah that were, that were reviewed dozens of times by Seifrim Mumchim before that computers. It's also their mistakes. By Seifrim Mumchim that Sifri Torah were reviewed. And then, and then someone goes up. You get some heat. He goes up, and, you, and, you, and you're laying with him. You're laying with him, Chamishi, and and, the, and he goes, "How could it be? It's all. It's not a question of how smart anybody is. There's this koyach that's called. It's a chush. It's called avnesa deliba. Scientists can't explain this either, by the way. There's no hesbit for this. This mitzvah that's called avnesa deliba. The heart feeling something. Sometimes you say something is not right here. Avnesa deliba." Al Aza's Sug, so the Tzadik asks over here, Al Aza's Sug shall Khushi Halev Madarm Khazal. What were Khazal talking about? Because when Khazal said that we don't want you to check this, the, the knife under him, uh, 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 we don't want you to have it to send it over to 20 different people, and we don't want you to check it in, 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 with microscope, we want you to check it but concentrate. You, the Shaykhid. There are other ways you want to do it, you can do it like this, there are other ways that in the water they used to do also. You see, you can put the Khalif in the water. In, in other words, water that's perfectly calm water, and you put the knife in there, and you see if it causes any any tiny little ripples. There are ways, but no matter what way you use, the same way you could have word check and spelling check, there has to be an avnus of the liver. There has to be a hergish, and the and Chazal left it up to the, that avnus of the liver. The question is, al Chazal. What Chazal talking about? What is this chush? It's called avnus of the liver. What does it mean that the heart feels? I understand you tell me the seichel feels. What does avnes of the liba? What does it mean that the heart feels something? The pashtas, the pashtas, chushe halev shonam akirim heim. Now we can talk about chushe halev. We know what, that there are emotions that the heart feels, such as ahava, love, sinna, hate, kas, anger, v'chulu v'chulu. We're familiar with all of these hergation, all of these emotions that the heart is sensitive to. We know these things. Elohim kvar nekudas shall what shall his pilus? 
The Kudushel Tezuzo. We know things that cause the heart to get excited. Either in a good way or in a bad way. Love in a good way. Hate in a bad way. But these are all emotions that cause the heart to be to be moved. Tezuzo means when something is is dislocated. Something is moved. So Ahava, love, sin, the hatred. All of these things we know as things that can move the heart. <coughs> when a person loves something, Nimshach Nimshach means, means when the heart is pulled, the heart is drawn after something. Or, when, you're, when you are afraid of something, then your heart recoils from that. Your heart withdraws and moves away. When there's someone that you hate, when there's someone that you don't like, so you recoil, you move away. It's natural. It's it's instinctive. When you hate something, when it's something when there's when someone brings to you a food or something that you hate, so then automatically you can feel a chush. It's a very powerful feeling of recoiling and withdrawing and the heart moves out of its place. In a negative way, it recoils. Call on the Kudus Halolu, the bottom of page Chav. Call on the Kudus Halolu, Shonim Akirim, and the Kudus Tnudos Halev, Tchushais. When it comes to loving and hating, we feel that the heart mamish is moved. Either in a good way it's moved, or it's moved in a negative way. But one can sense, in a very clear way, movements of the heart. There's a chush that the heart feels. Kan Chazam Adab on the Kudus Lagami Shainim. But here with the, with the Shaychet, with the knife, Chazal told me something else. What does that mean? You're telling me that my heart should feel. Isn't this a purely physical matter? Either, either, either there is a, a pagam or there isn't a pagam. Either my finger senses the pagam when I touch the knife or it doesn't. Why did Chazal tell us, no, no, the dikas hasakin depends upon avnes adalib, the heart knowing. The heart feeling. It's not like loving or hating. So what does that mean? That has nothing to do with I don't it has to do with loving or hating. So what what is it what kind of a hergish am I supposed to have? So we have When we're checking the knife, all the Sheikh is trying to do is to determine what is the reality. Is this knife smooth or it's not smooth? It's just a bidik of the Mitsiyas. Yes, pagam besakin, but ain't pagam besakin. Right? Is it is it is it defective or not? Hasakin chaluk aloy. Is this is this knife smooth or is it not smooth? Page chafal. So what is this chush that Chazal called? It's not it's not from the Balimus or the Bal, the Balshamtas tell me that. It's a question of what of of Chazal saying there's something called apnes adaliba. And we're going to find out what the Mitzvah is with what? With the heart. There are people who are, who are very, very sensitive when it comes to this. Sadiqim have a murdikachush like that, of Avnis Adaliba, that they work on over years in their relationship with Hashem. And Mimela, they can pick up on other things like we spoke about. How many stories do you have from Sadiqim Chadushim? You give it Sadiq a glass, and he can tell that it wasn't titled in the mikvah. You can tell it wasn't titled. So you say, whoa, it's a nice, it's nice. I remember when we were looking for a house in the neighborhood years ago. So there was this house that was, I thought it was like it was Givaldic. It was, it was big and comfortable and nice, and the price wasn't bad. And, and uh, you know, it looked like it was a good house. And we went there, and the, and the broker was showing us to this house and walked all around. And he was saying all the, you know, all the Shkarm and Chazavim that, 
that real estate people say, oh, me, any of you, God forbid, you're not, you're not you're all honest and ehrlich, but there is such a thing in the world. And he was saying all of these things, and it looked gewaldic to me, and I was so tired of walking back from Farakway to Woodmere every week, so I had a Nagia that should be good, and it was a good price. And we walked out, and I thought my wife, you know, because we'd gone to different places for, for a while, and I thought, finally, this is it. And, uh, and I was all excited to come out from the house, and I said to my wife, no. So my wife said, absolutely not. So I, I couldn't understand it. I said, you, you want, it has a big, nice dining room, the kitchens are everything. I don't feel good about it. And my wife is a lipstick. She's not like me. <laughs> my wife's my wife's family. The mom is from Vilna. So I have these from things. Vilna. From Vilna. Yeah, my wife's family is from Vilna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can't say that it was like some. My wife went to this like you know uh, flight of fancy. She's uh, very down. My wife is very down to it. She said, I, I don't feel right about it. I said, What? What do you mean? You don't feel right about what? Tell me specifically. And it was a little frustrating for me because I, I, I was tired and we slept, were slept for a long time. And and, uh, and Bechlal, I don't like going to look at the places. And so I said, I don't feel good about it. I said, what don't you feel good about? She says that this place, I don't know who was here before because we were shown by an agent. There was nobody living there. I don't know who was living here. My wife says to me, this place is filled with sadness and machlaikas. I said, when did you become a Mekubelis? <laughs> like, you know, we could start taking, you could start charging money, giving out, giving the, reading Kvitla. I said, what are you talking about? What kind of machlaik? She said, she said, I'm not, you know, I'm not particular. She's not, she's very, very simple. And she said, I'm just saying, I don't want this place. I don't feel good about it. Don't ask me why, I just don't want to come back here. The only t- two times that she ever spoke with such a strong rush. I'll tell you the other one in a second. And she said that, Afterwards, we found out that there was a there was a Taka divorced couple that was there, and after that, we, it was also it turns out it wasn't just Tam divorce; it was with beatings and tsaris and all kinds of crazy things. Mamish, and the house was a beautiful house. The only other time that she ever said in such a stark way was many years before that. This Maisa, huh? Many many years before, there was a. I was living in Queens then. And there was a and there was a certain mashgiach from the yeshiva in Israel that came to that came to to our house. He wanted to meet with me, and he wanted me to to come and he wanted me to give me this like dream job. Like the, at that time in my life, I was maybe I was maybe 22, and he wanted me like to give me this unbelievable position with the yeshiva and to be Isaac and this one. This is like what I this mamish what I was like you know this was it. It was it like like 10 15 years before I ever dreamt it would be that. Not mom and his mom is not uh, these and Yonim is big, but what I could do and what I could accomplish. And he came, he was like this, and give ultimate, you know, the, the long beard and the whole thing. He was smoozing with me and about the guys. I, I knew some of the guys from Yeshiva. And he said, I was so excited. And my wife said to me, Don't do it, Lash. I said, What are you talking about? What's, what's not to do? I said, She says, Don't do it. I, I, I don't feel good about this guy. And she's right in Israel with Lashon Har, my wife. She said, I said, what, what are you talking about? What's the matter with him? She says, he's not right. He's crooked. He's off. He's just crooked. And afterwards, we found out that he, he was Isaac and all kinds of disgusting things. And it's a cell. Terrible, terrible in Yana. Which was only, it came out a few years after that. It was Isaac and terrible things. She had Talmudim in mind that were hurt by it. And other people in the end that were hurt by it. And she had such a strong hergish for that. And she said, don't ask me to explain. I'm just telling you. And I, and I said, okay. Right, I'm not going to get you upset. 
I try to ask him again like the next day, you think it over a little bit? <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want you to have anything to do with this person. It's going to hurt our family. And those are the only two times she ever spoken such a, such a lush. There's an avnis of the Libra. Women have a binyasa. There's an Indian of avnis of the Libra, especially when it comes to women. Which by my mother, I saw a lot of times these kind of inyana, that she had a hergish for something. And my father always says, that's it. And my mother says, like that. So my father says, leave it. So I never knew if he meant just leave it because there's no point. Because his mom is like, what does he mean? My father really, I don't know. Is my father believes it? Or my father just says, what are you going to, don't bother with mommy with these inyana. But, but I saw that, that, Kaseda, that it comes out that way. It comes out that way. So what is this chush? They say the stack where somebody walked in and introduced him to a chassan. A chassan. They met him as very nice. A chassan or a chassid? No, chassan. Oh, chassan. I'll introduce him to the chassan. Yeah. And after he said, I want the rabbi to come over. After this came over, he said, he's not Jewish. He said, he learns in my yeshiva. We checked it out. And the mother converted after while he was pregnant. Whatever it was. You see, my son, like this, Kaseya. And if you ask the Tzaddik, you say to the Tzaddik, it's a nice, it's a nice, the Tzaddik will just say. I just had a haggish like that. So, the, when when you have individuals who are very, very, very sensitive because of years and years of developing, because we're going to learn throughout this entire cipher. I'm not saying we're going to do fancy stuff like that or anything. But. <laughs> We're all thinking about making a big, uh, some big deals this year. What's interest rates then? Yeah, the interest rates. <laughs> interest rates. So there is a way, practically, to work on avnas adaliba. That's what this, that's what we're going to be working on. How to develop strong avnas adaliba, a hergish achush, when it comes for the when it comes for the for the emes, for ruchnius, for the barishon. And there's when a person works on this, like the, you have these tzaddikim, like the stipler and the chedushim, that for years and years and years they're living in that place. And they have a very, very strong hiskashus and live in that way. So then they could look at this glass and say, this glass wasn't powerful. They could look at this and say, this guy's not Jewish. And I saw this by different tzaddikim. I saw these things over the years. There's, there's such a hergish. By the Baba Sali, it was mamish. Not once a day, it was same by the Babas. By tzaddikim. Even in our generation, there were things like the Kisei, the Battle of Babish Rebbe. There are thousands and thousands of stories. I'm not talking about two. There were thousands of stories by people. The Babish Rebbe is a hergish for things. And by other tzaddikim, there were in our generation. The Klausenberg was on that we saw. There were things that Mamish would do. What we saw. So he says, So what kind of a thing is this? Hachushin on page Chafalaf. He says, Hachushin imtze bi yidei ha'adam. What, what Chazal are telling us that when the when the finger of the shaykhit feels the knife, that's not really what's doing the feeling, and we know this scientifically as well. He says it's not it's not the, the hand itself. What's the hand? It's a piece of flesh. It's nothing. It's a piece of meat. So he says the shirish of that chush, the root of that, and the source of that hergish, of that feeling, is where? It's in the heart. And from the heart, <coughs> that, that chush, that feeling, that hergish, spreads out to the different organs and limbs of the body, and it goes to the hands, and then the hand sends a message back, Whatever they call that now, the nervous system, 
But we know that according to the description of Chazal, this is what happens. That really, it comes from the heart. The hand only sends a message back to the heart. The, the hand itself doesn't have doesn't know anything. Shayad Margisha, when the hand feels this, he machzira meser lelev. It gives back a message to the heart. Nimtza shehaada margish belev v'leibiyad. The truth is that with the shaykhet, the way that the shaykhet is feeling the knife is not with his hand; it's with his heart. Only the the hand is the cleat through which the heart at that time is operating. Just like you could have only only a person that fell into the world and doesn't know how electricity would work would think he looks at he looks at this television, he looks at a radio, he looks at a computer, and he thinks these are all different. These are all different kaiches. These are different kaiches. So any person with a seichel knows that's not different kaiches. It's the same kaiches. It's called electricity. It's just that how that electricity works through that kli. In one kli comes out as heat in a heater. In the other thing comes out as, as cold in an air conditioner or in a refrigerator. In another thing comes out as a picture on a video. It comes out on a, on a radio as a, a sound. But it's one thing called electricity. If you if you didn't know that, and if you would bring if you would bring some primitive person into the room, he would start already worshiping the god of the television, which a lot of people even nowadays were, the god of the radio, the god of the computer, the god of the light. Each one's a different god. Why? Because he says each thing is a different kayak, and therefore must be a different god. So that's what that's what Avodazar is. Right? All you do is you see the final thing. So how can a person with intelligence worship a statue? How can he worship the sun or the moon? The terrorist is, he doesn't know that it's all coming from Khan Edison. He thinks that it's, he thinks that there's a god of the, uh, there's a god of the computer, there's a god of the light bulb, there's a god of, so each one's a different Elohus, it's a different god to him. When a person, a seichel knows, that what? He knows that it's one kaiq, it's called electricity. When electricity passes through a refrigerator, it makes things cold. When electricity passes through a heater, it makes things hot. But it's one kaiq. <clears throat> the hand is not a kayak. The hand doesn't have any kayak. The hand doesn't feel anything. What is the what is the hand? The hand, like everything, every other part of us, has a hergish that comes from the heart. And when that hergish passes through the hand, the hand functions in such a way as we as our fingers feel things and touch things and so on. So, but the electricity, the kind Edison plant, is the heart. You understand? That's the kind Edison. If you if you shut that off. Then the hand doesn't feel anything. You could have a person that, but he's, if he's if he's not alive, so he could have he could have hands like a, the strongest hands or the most delicate hands. You could take I don't know if the Beethoven passed away if they died, and you have the most delicate hands, the most sensitive hands on earth, with the hands of the world's greatest piano player. But after he, after he's uh, after he's not alive anymore, it's not connected anymore to the. So there's no hergish. What's a great musician? So you look at you look at a guy that's playing a, a great guitar player, a great guitar player, and somebody that knows music, which I don't understand music, but he's somebody that knows music, and he watches a great guitar player, or he watches a mediocre guitar player, he watches a guy that just stopped. So guitar is one of the, they tell me the guitar is one of the easiest instruments to learn, right? It's easy, one of the easier instruments to learn. That means a person can sit down after a few times and it comes, it's and if he's a little bit, a chush, he could he could start to. But when you see a great play, somebody who's great, and you watch his hands. You can't for the life of you figure out how anybody could do it. You don't know how he does that. How does those fingers make those sounds? And you say, I can do that. Say, give me, a, give me a guitar. And you take the guitar and you try to do those things. And it's done. Even if you know how to play guitar. Because music is a chush. There could be training. 
they can be practicing, and all good musicians have to practice a lot. If you don't have the chush, nishgunish yourself. I believe it's the same thing when it comes to teaching, also. When it comes to teachers, you can put somebody for 25 years in teaching school, but if he doesn't have a chushvit, when he comes to the, even though he has got, he's got, uh, he's got volumes and files about how to teach, and, and, and he saw a million model classes, when he has to get up in front of the class and talk, it's finished. He doesn't have a chushvit. You have people that have a chush. We use that, that's how we, uh, there's a chush. The hand itself doesn't have any chush. The heart has a chush. That's the kind of medicine. That's where it comes from. It's passing through that kli, that vessel, that's called the hand. So, what he says is, We really feel something is in the heart, not the hand. The hand is only an instrument that is used, what? To send along this frequency, <coughs> this this charge, whatever you want to call it, passes it over to the heart. It all happens so quickly. It's amazing how Hashem's Baruch made it. Made the body in such a way. It happens so quickly. But that's all it is. But the true chush of what? That true chush of being able to understand mitzvahs, of being able to size up reality, that chush is really in the heart. That's really in the heart. That's why there's such a thing that a person can, there's such a thing that a person can be that in the same house like me, and I said, there's nothing wrong with this house, what's the matter? And then my wife could be in the house and say, no, so what is it? It's Ruach HaKadosh? So even my wife is a big tzaddikah, she's not Roy for Ruach HaKadosh, now generation, what's Ruach HaKadosh? Who's to have such a madrega? But the Rambam was disappointed that he didn't reach Ruach HaKadosh, which we believe he did. But he said on himself that he didn't. What does it mean? To reach the level of Ruach there's a, there's a chush. There's a chush. That chush is the heart. The question is, can you change that chush? Can you upgrade it? Yeah? Can you upgrade the chush of the heart? Not for, you know, houses and other things, but when it comes to Avodah Hashem, can a person upgrade the chush for elokus, for godliness, to feel godliness? The same way that, uh, that a, a shaykh could feel the knife, that a yid has the ability with his heart to pass his finger over the moment that he's in it to say, oh, there's a burnish Can we upgrade that? The answer is absolutely. Absolutely. And it, you don't have to be you don't have to be a genius. You know, like everything else in life, you have to understand what's out there and to open yourself up to it, and then to work on it and to develop it, and then there could be a chush. I have, but a musician has a natural chush. So the Torah says, if you're a Jew, it means you have a natural you have a natural chush for God. And how's it possible that after we, the second after we step out of this room, we might not feel God? <clears throat> it's not because we don't have a natural chush. It's because there's a lot of junk in the way. When we learn how to deal with that and how to focus, like the shaykhid, right? When you focus and you know how, so then, then every Jew has a natural, every Jew has a chush for the Rebbein Shalom. Not every person has a chush for music. Not every person has a chush for music. But every person has a chush, every Jew has a chush for the Rebbein Shalom. Every Jew. Who says that? When it says in every single pasuk in the Torah, when the Torah says v'yadat every single pasuk in the Torah that says that what that a Jew is capable of that a Jew is not only that he can 
that he can work on himself intellectually to prove that there's a God. What says it, besides what it says in the Psukim, what says it if you look in the if you look in the Tanya, if you look in Parak Yudchas and Yudtes and Parakhof and Tanya. I don't know if you're from Vilna, you might not have a Tanya. But if but if you look in Tanya, there are a lot of Jews from Vilna that look in Tanya also. But if look if you look in Tanya, in those Prakim, Yudchas, Yudtes and Chav, what we have to look at is is this. Let's say you have a Jew that his whole life was not Shemim Mitzvahs. It wasn't Shemim Mitzvahs. His whole life didn't keep Mitzvahs. History, and we spoke about this in the past, history has proven that time after time, when it comes down to it, that a Jew has a chush, even a Jew who's not religious, who's not observant, if you tell him that you'll, if he converts to another religion, if he bows down, if he converts, then we're going to leave him alone. If he doesn't if he doesn't convert, if he refuses to convert, then we're going to kill him. Now, that chush that a Jew has to be mice and nefesh, even people are not from, that you and I have met people like this over the course of our lives dozens and hundreds and thousands of times. People are not religious, but on their level, their chush for the Rebbein Shalom, their chush for Yiddishkeit is one which, which completely transcends anything that's intellectual. Besides the fact that it says in Psukim that every single Jew, every Pesach of the Torah applies to every Jew. Every single Pesach. So it says, when it says, It means that the Baruch Shem is saying, Do you feel that you're attached to God every moment of your life? I don't. It's very hard to feel that way. But when it says in the Torah, That means there's a Mitzvah, if you look in the Sefer Mitzvah of the Rambam, in the Sefer Mitzvah of the Rambam, it tells us, Uvoi Sidbak is a Mitzvah Zaseh, Midiraisa. It means that every single Jew is being told by the Baruch Shalom, just like he's being told to put on Tefillin and keep Shabbos, he's being told, Uvoi Sidbak, that you're supposed to be Dovuk Tahashah. That means that every and then it says also, in the Sefer Mitzvah, it says, Ahavis Hashem. Do you feel that you love God every single moment of your life? I don't feel that way. I wish I could, I don't. If it's if it says, the Ramam says in the Sefer Mitzvahs, that Avahav Tashem Akech is a Mitzvah Zesim Deraisa. It says in Torah, it's a Mitzvah Zesim Deraisa, the Ramam tells it, Mitzvah Zesim Deraisa. That means that every single moment, like we know, you open up, the, you open up the, to the Mishra Brewery, you open up to Shulchan Aruch, and we have Sheish Chiris Tamidias, that there are things that we have to be conscious and aware of and, and feel every moment of our lives. How could that be? Now, if you have to understand, if the Rambam tells us that we have to love the Rabbi Shalom, it says in Sefer Mitzvahs, the love of the Baruch Shalom is a Mitzvah Asim Deraiz. And it says in the Torah, like they say, by, they, there's a joke that they used to say in Shiva, like again, you ask Alamdin, how do you, how do you know that the Baruch Shalom exists? So he says, because when the Rambam says that the Baruch Shalom exists, the Ravid doesn't disagree. <laughs> it's not so as the Ravid on that. So it must be that the Baruch Shalom exists. Good. But that doesn't that doesn't make you in love with God. The fact that the rifle doesn't have a hasag over there, that doesn't make you into a, into a person that loves God. The Torah says to love God, and if the Torah said that, means it's saying it to each and every Jew. It's not just saying it. it it's not saying it to the Chavos Chaim only, or to the Baal Shem Tov, or to the Chassam Soifer. When it says in Torah, it means the Torah is saying that you and I, every single moment of our lives, can feel the love of Hashem. Now, what we heard of growing up was, no, no, no. The hafta means just that uh, if you do things that God wants you to do, that's how you show that you love God. That's not true to Shemekra. 
If you give a child to read the Pesach, it says, right? Rashi's criteria for how do we learn Pshat and Chumash is if you look at something with an open mind and you open up the Pesach and you say, what does it mean? It means, it means the same thing that it says in English. You should love Hashem with all of your heart and all of your soul and all of your possessions. It means you should be, un- you should be lovesick for God. That's what the Pasuk says. That makes us uncomfortable. Because that's one Pasuk that we feel of, but not fulfilling ever. To feel that love for God. Because we're wondering, how do you love somebody you never met? And how does it mean to love God? So what do we do? So we say, well, it doesn't really mean that. It means, you know, it means like to be, that I'm prepared to give up my life. You know, if it comes down to it, I won't be Ayyav Azara and I'll give up my life. So that never happened to me. So if I ever have to give up my life, I'll be able to make kind of the the same device of Abhishek there. That's a sad Yiddishkeit, isn't it? That's a sad Yiddishkeit. The only time you might be able to make kind of the is somebody says, I'm going to kill you. And then it's not even fun because then they kill you. And you're, they, and that was your whole key of Mitzvah because of one second? It's not true. The Bible says there's a Mitzvah to love him every single second of our lives. There's a mitzvah to be a, to, to feel fear of him every single second of our lives. If we felt that, then how come we're doing our veils? We don't feel that. So you could dray around and say all kinds of pshatlach, but the Shalom, the pshat and pasuk is to feel the love of God. How do you feel that? That's something which is emotional. It's the heart. How do you command me to feel something? How can I feel something? I have to, you have to fall in love with your wife. You can't be commanded to love your wife. Maybe in the old days, you know, they, uh, somebody picked the, you know, picked the collar, picked, you know, the parents picked the chasen collar, but they never commanded you to love that person. They just said you have to marry the person. Whether you love that person, maybe, yeah, maybe not. That wasn't really part of what our ancestors were thinking about so much. Just that it should be all right. So, how, but the Rabbi Shalom said he didn't settle for that. It should be all right. The Rabbi Shalom didn't tell us you could be Jews and you'd be all right. He said, I want you to love me. I love you. I want you to love me. How could you convince them to love? The terror is that capacity to love God is something which is natural to a Jew. We have that chush. It's just that we we don't access it. We don't press the buttons. We don't know how to access it. And we were never taught how to access it. So they just told us, don't worry about that puzzle. She said, I shouldn't worry about it. I said, every day in Krishna, it means something else. Don't worry about it. Just read it. But I don't feel any love for God. Don't ask kashas. Because if you really love God, you wouldn't ask kashas, right? But you go your whole life like that. What does it mean? It means to love God. It means to feel a love for God. If you would ask the Chavaz Chaim, what does it mean, Rabbi? What does it mean, Rabbi? Chavaz Chaim would start, would jump up and start to, what does it mean to love the Rabbi Like Like that Maisa with the Rebbe Rebbe you know, it's a famous Maisa, where, where the Rebbe Rebbe it's a whole long story, but I don't want to take your time with it. It's, it's, a, it's a nice story. But the Yisait HaMaisa was, that the Rebbe Baruch Hamezbitzer was to, ended up in one place together with the Rebbe Zushia for the night in like a motel in a hotel. And those days it was a Jewish place, and, they, and you would eat together with the Balabas and the other guests. So the so the Rebbe Baruch Hamezbitzer was very nervous to be together with the Rebbe Zushia because the Rebbe Zushia, as some of you might know, was like all over the place. He was like always jumping and screaming, and he was. So the only way that the that the Rebbe Baruch allowed the Rebbe Zushia to stay in the place together with him is he said to the Rebbe Zushia, "You have to promise me you're going to behave normal, not to." Jump and to carry on. So the Rebbe Zushi never said, "Ah, oh, you need to stay Zushi." So he said, "Zushi will be good. Zushi will be alright." So then, so then it was okay. Like they davened, and, and the Rebbe Zushi was pretty, you know, like he was alright. He was shocking, but not not like you know, like he usually did. He used to mamish jump and go under the table and throw himself into the. He was okay. So the Rebbe Baruch said, "That's not bad. It's okay. It's going alright." 
what happened? Then they're sitting by after Marv, so everything's all right, and the Rebbe Baruch is happy. Rebbe Baruch Meshbaz had a temple. So they, they, they were sitting by the table, and and it was and the, the Balabas was serving sup. And and the owner, the Balabas, said to the Rebbe Bzushu, would you care for pepper? Do you like some pepper? So Rebbe Bzushu said, no, thank you. So the Balabas said, really? You don't like pepper? He said, not particularly, no. So the Balabas said, oh, I love pepper. And it was like a big mistake to say that. So listen, so the Balabas says, oh, I love, Rebbe, I love pepper. So, so the Rebbe Bzushu threw his head back. And the Rebbe says, oh, no. And the Rebbe Bzushu starts to go like this. And whatever's going on, like volcanoes and earthquakes, and the Rebbe Zushi starts to pound on the table. Hear that? He loves pepper. You love pepper, I love the Shalom. That's what you love, you love pepper. And then the Rebbe Zushi jumps on the table. Listen to this. He jumps on the table, and he starts screaming, He loves pepper, I love the Rebbe Shalom. And he starts jumping on the table, and all the food went all over the place, and the Rebbe Baruch Meshbetzer, it got all over it, it got all over him, the food. <coughs> so after the Rebbe Meshbetzer, so the guy was very scared, because the Rebbe Meshbetzer was a... So, the, so he was very frightened what would happen. The Rebbe Meshbetz said, oh, sorry, leave him alone. He already held that for an hour. <laughs> in the end, though, Rebbe Meshbetz left in his savah, in his will, that they should bury him in that shirt, that he had the food all over the shirt. Rebbe Meshbetz was buried in that shirt. He says, because that shirt has the has Nahavas Hashem in that shirt. It has the Rebbe Meshbetz's love of God in that shirt. That, that, so you say, ah, Rebbe it's the Chavaz Chaim. <clears throat> what do you think? The Chavz Chaim wasn't the same? The Chavz Chaim wasn't the same. So we say, uh, well, maybe that puzzle is only for tzaddikim. Maybe it doesn't mean for regular guys like me. It's just for big tzaddikim. That's happy curses. That's happy curses. The Ram says, I'm saying, 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 i These are Mrs. Midaraisa. If you say that it only applies to tzaddikim, then you know different than someone that says that to be to be God fearing only applies to, to priests, to galochim, and to and to, uh, and to uh, you know mother superiors or whatever they're called. If that's what you think, the Torah is a Torah is mishpat echad. It's one Torah, and the Rishonim said to each and every Jew, And here we are, somewhere between you know the ages 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, we're getting older. It's a Mrs. Tmidis. Every single day of our lives, every single moment of our lives, we don't even know what it means. We never felt it. Never felt it. And even what we thought that it was, a mull maybe once, you know, that you were some that you were some kumsitz and it was a it was a good niggin and you were on the you know, the sixth time around of Kola Olam Kulai and Geshet Sam and then you epis, epis, epis a khush. It wasn't even the beginning of what we should what we can and what we should be feeling, not even the, the beginning. Not even the beginning. So, how, so what does that mean? It's avnis of the liba. How does one, how does one develop the territory? Says you don't. It's already there. It's inside each and every Jew. It's inside each and every one of us. We just don't know how to get to it for many reasons. We don't know how to get. It was never. We never. We never learned about it. It's covered with all kinds of layers of stuff. Shmutz. We don't know. We don't know how to get to it. But it's there. And the question is, can we learn about this? Swaram Akadashim talk about this all the time. The Swaram talk about this all the time. If we look into this carefully, we think about this deeply, we will learn. That 
being able to have a feeling for the Mitzvahs, this feeling that the, that, that the heart has of reality, doesn't depend upon the hand. The hand is just one, like like it, like the, like the uh, computer, the television, the radio. The hand is one kind of a kli. It doesn't have to. So there's one way to feel something with the hand, but there are other ways. To, there are other ways, not just the hand. It doesn't depend on the hand. The heart doesn't need to have any hand or foot. The heart itself has a chush for things. The heart itself, without a hand, without a toe, without a nose. The hand itself. Because all the chushim come from the heart. Does that mean that all of the chushim have to be translated or interpreted to us through our hands or our feet or our eyes or our ears? No. No. A Jew has a nefesh ruach in the sham. And there's a chush that the heart has. And there could be messages that are sent internally within oneself without using feet, without seeing something with your eyes. Without having to hear something. And the heart can, the heart can pick up on it. In a very, 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 very powerful way. The heart could pick up on it. So the question is, Mativa Shalav Khan is a, what is this? What is this chush that the heart has? What is it? Halav Khan is Abshut is, Sha'onim Akir mi Mizgalah is Derechayat. Alright, the simple way that we feel things is through the hand. And this is just an example that we're using of the Shaykh's knife. Kach Chash Adam Esanosum. So you could feel things by touching them. Here, in this point, is hidden a very, very deep nakuda of this chush that a Jew has for Hashem. The Pasuk Namar, listen to what it says in Pasuk. You want to know, where's the Pasuk? Look at this Pasuk. It says in Tilim, Sur levavi v'chelki elokim la'elam. Simple English. Sur levavi, Hashem is the rock of my heart. Sur levavi, meaning the Barishon is my heart, is in my heart. V'chelki, my chelik, my elokim la'elam, the Barishon forever. Which means, Akadosh Baruch Hu kivyachal nelam b'maychem shi Yisrael. My mind might not always have Hashem in it, but sur levavi v'chelki elokim la'elam, which on that passage Chazal say. That Hashem is Libam Shal Yisrael. The heart of a Jew is the Rabbi Shalom. Doesn't say the Seichel. Doesn't say the hand or the foot. It says the heart. In the mind of a Jew, the Rabbi can be hidden. It can be thinking all day. It's hidden. Where does Hashem reveal Himself most powerfully? In the heart of a person. You see, you got right away a Kumzit song. You know where that's found? Where's that written? Is that a pasuk? You know the song. It's not a pasuk. Where's it from? Who knows where it's from? That's a Torah uh, trivia question for the day. Where's that from? In my heart, I will build a mishkan. To be a dwelling place for the glory of Hashem. Where is that? It's not a pasuk. It's not, it's not a gemara either. It's in the Sefer Haredim. It's from one of the Kadmani, from, from one of the Kadmani in the, in the Sefer HaKharedim. But what it means is that the Baruch Shalom is found in the heart of every Jew. Create for me a Mikdash, and I will dwell in them. Which Chazal point out, doesn't say in it. 
It should say, V'shechanti b'seichai. I will dwell in the Mishkan. It doesn't say that. It says, V'shechanti b'seicham. I will dwell in them. The lev shall call echad ve'echad mi'itanu. It means, in the heart of each and every Jew. The lev shall call Yehudi nimtza kadosh baruch hu. The Rebbein Shalom is found in the heart of each and every Jew. Sur levavi. The levavi mishkan evne. V'osu mikdash v'shechanti b'seicham. So what's going on? So chush zeh, this chush, because the heart is the part of us that feels. That's what we learn. Avnisa deliba is the part that, avnisa deliba is the part that feels. Chush, not the fingers, not the foot, the heart. Chush zeh, lo chush is a kashbaruch This chush, to be able to what? Sense, to feel Hashem in one's heart. And a chush, akashali dai, this is not connected to the hands. It's a chush, an internal chush of the heart itself, the heart of a Jew. Halev chashis and etzias. Can you imagine? You have some yidri sitting around, even he could be sitting around during davening. He comes a half hour late, sits around during the whole time by davening with his yarmulke like this, talking to his chavus over there during davening about the, the, the interest rates, right? He doesn't. He goes right through a shaykhinad. He didn't even get to shaykhinad. He goes through a shmayis, so maybe it's a shmayis. Then you take him, take that guy, and the guy is just waiting. He's waiting. He looks at his watch during laning. He's talking. Then he goes to kiddush club by the haftarah. Comes back from the kiddush club. A little bit. He's there. He's a little bit there. Davens up a musaf. Ankel kain is not for me, unless unless there's talking another kiddush, right? And he goes home. That's a that's a sad picture of, of a yid. I'm talking about someone who's observant of myths. It's a very sad picture. I hope it's very rare, but it's a sad picture. All of us have met characters like that growing up in America, and maybe even some before America. Then you have another, let's say, you get a guy, and he's at the latest Billy Graham crusade. Remember he had one, before, I think, in the summer, before the summer? The last crusade. We know we have Jews when it comes to going having crusades. It's never good for Jews when going to make crusades, right? So Billy Graham had his last crusade. In Central Park. Okay. Billy Graham and he said, I looked in the newspaper. You know what happened over there? Still like a million people rolling on the grass, screaming hallelujah. Screaming at holy Yashka and Mary, Mother of God. Unbelievable. Right? Right? And, they, and they're signing up right over there to have, they always make nice, attractive young ladies and good looking young guys, signing up all the new people to the crusade. And are these people are going to be the new crusaders? They're going to go marching through the world, bringing God's message and Yashka to the whole world. Givaldi, right? See, so take one of these little crusaders in their tank tops and, uh, and little pants over there, right? Take one of these crusaders, and then you bring him next to this yid that was that the, la- the last memory he had before he fainted was of the chocolate, right? <coughs> and like they had to carry him away from the table. Yeah. And you say, who has a bigger chush for God? The crusader from Billy Graham, or the Yid Nacht Shalom. After that kind of a davening, you understand? Kord the Tani shows up without a mikveh. Kord the Tani shows up, that 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 a little bit, a couple of words. He's out long before on his mirrors with two kedushim, right? Comes to the table, Nachat Shalom, and you say, and you say, who who has a chush for the Rebbeinu Shalom? And if you don't know that it's the Yid, it means you're not becomers. I'm not saying the word lightly. You're not becomers. What about the crusade? This guy's like rolling his eyes for God. And he's screaming that he's got, oh, I feel the Lord moving inside of me. And got, I don't care, like the old song, I don't care if it rains or freezes as long as I got my plastic Jesus. And he real, real, you know. 
And then this Yid Lahavdil, go on, and she asks him, what are you feeling? He says, what am I feeling? Heartburn. That's what I'm feeling. Not, what about your heart? Your heart? Epis, epis? No. Sure, Lavavi, you'll kim. No. Lavavi, you're going to No, what do you feel? Heartburn. I need a Zantak, I need a Tums, I need something. That's what I feel. And the other one, from the crusade, there's nothing. Nothing. I'm saying this because we're talking amongst ourselves. In the heart of the guy is garnish mit garnish, not dimyainis. That boy that's shaking his head and the girl feels only himself. That's why traditionally, right after the big crusade, they can go to other places too. Not, they're not going to avoid after the big crusades. Lavdavka, if you remember Crepes of Wrath and other books like that. Lavdavka. A yid? So what's the What's the problem? We've got to excavate through lots of children to get to that hut. We've got to excavate through a lot, of, a lot of kiddush clubs and a lot of mis- bad days and missed davenings and all of that. But when you get down, it's so levavi, so levavi, mamish, v'chelki elokim, elokim l'aylam. The question is, how do we get there? How do we break through? Okay, we'll continue with Shem next. That's what we'll do. The bottom of the bottom of the top of the sky.